Welcome inside the Fantasy Stock Exchange. Danny and Bush coming at you with another mock draft episode. Uh, we are picking in a 12-team PPR mock draft today. I'm picking from the two slot. Danny is picking from the nine slot. How are you doing today? Doing well, doing well. Yeah, uh, two slot. Again, I'm assuming uh, it's going to be similar for you. Barkley or McCaffrey. McCaffrey goes, so now your decision's there. From the nine, I'm probably going to end up stacking two running backs, but it all depends on how the board falls, so. See what happens. Again, this is a 12-team PPR mock draft that we're doing for today. So uh, looking at the board right now, I mean, Devontae, oh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is here. That's, that's going to be my pick. Now, talking about Clyde, uh, I actually recently moved up to the five spot. And, I mean, in a full PPR format, I've broken it down multiple times. Damian Williams is the RB10 on points per game in games that he played 50% or more of the snaps. And I do figure that Clyde's going to be more so in that 60 to 75% range, which was similar to what Kareem Hunt did when he was a consensus RB4 for his two, well, almost two years, because we know what happened in his second year uh, on the Chiefs. So I'm perfectly fine with taking the value there on Clyde. Now I am back on the clock and I'm looking at Miles Sanders. I'm looking at Julio Jones now. The, the injury with Sanders worries me enough to the point I'll take the elite wide receiver over him in a full PPR. So I'm, I'm going to snag Julio Jones, but now it's the problem. See, I, I would take Sanders over Chubb, but with Julio on the board, the safety that he provides, 100 catches, full PPR, I, I'm fine with taking him there at that 204 slot. Yeah, I was, I'm actually really mad. I was really hoping Travis Kelsey would fall to me, but I also <laughs> didn't know that Aaron Jones would be on the board. So I'm going to take Aaron Jones, who's, uh, I believe he's my RB11. I have him ranked higher than Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, and Kenyon Drake. So yeah. I'll, uh, I'll definitely take him at the back of the second round, pair him with Barkley. And I got two elite pass catching running backs. Yeah, to start my draft. Definitely a nice play. And uh, just noticing now Eckler was sniped two picks before me in the second round. So it feels bad. Yeah. And I'm going to go. I don't want to pick DJ Moore because we pick him all the time, but I guess I'm going to pick DJ Moore in a full PPR. <laughs> uh, DJ Moore is going to catch a lot of passes this year. It's they're going to throw the ball a lot. They threw 616 times last year and they lost their, all their major defensive pieces uh, and they got an upgrade at quarterback. So wheels up for DJ Moore. Yeah. Great pick there. That was definitely going to be the selection if he made it back to me, but looking at the board here, I'm thinking it's definitely going to be Adam Thielen. Let me just take a quick glance. Yeah, I'm going to take Adam Thielen. I think full PPR, you're getting that easy locked in top. We'll say top 12 receiver, but I do think if he stays and plays the full 16, he has top eight, top seven type uh, value. So definitely like him there. And um, see, my highest rated running back here is Melvin Gordon. But with kind of the the reports are coming in camp, I, I, I still have him like clearly the highest running back here. But uh, with those re- reviews, I don't know if I can take him over like a DJ Shark. So, I mean, third wide receiver, whatever. We'll try out a Lucas and we'll take DJ Shark. So, well, I'm, I'm fine with doing that there. Okay. So, at the back of the Ooh. wow, I want to switch around here. Back. I got, man, I, I'm, I was talking about the other day how I think Melvin Gordon might be sliding a little bit due to this news about him and Lindsay potentially being in like kind of a committee situation. But it's the 4-11. I got to pick yeah, him. Yeah, no, that's great value. I, I would pick him there as well. The only reason I took Chark over him again was because of the news. But I would still – I still think his value is early fourth round, late third. So good value yeah. there on him at the 4-11. This, this is probably going to piss you off because I know you would pick Terry McLaurin here. And I love Terry McLaurin, but actually, yeah, full PPR. Fuck. I was going to pick DK Metcalf, but I think in a full yeah. PPR, Terry McLaurin has probably a higher floor than Metcalf does. So I'm going to uh, go with Terry. 
I like that value on him there. I was actually, uh, if I didn't have three receivers, probably would have been my pick. And we see a big receiver and Watson run there. But talking about DeAndre Swift, I was hoping he'd make it back to me. And uh, taking him there at the 408, we are going to see his ADP start rising as people hear the reports again. That, that injury that uh, came out with the news I heard was actually just minor. He came back practice next day, was perfectly fine. Anyways, segueing off because the timer's running out, I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor here at the back end of the fifth round. Incredible That's value for a guy value like that. Him. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. That's a two rookie running back, so feeling a little risky, but uh, I, I like it. Um, and then as we see, all the receivers go off right after that in Mark Ingram. So yeah. uh, this pick here is going to be coming between uh, Ronald Jones and. Uh, Michael Gallup. Now, because I have Jonathan Taylor and I don't know what he's going to be able to do for the first few weeks of the season, I'm going to lock myself up with Ronald Jones, 604. Uh, it gives, gives you a little safety there in case Jonathan Taylor does have the slow tart that we anticipate. Okay. Um, receivers galore, man. Damn. Receivers just really went off the board here. I think I can. I think Brandon Cooks and Christian Kirk. I'm fine with either way on the on the set in the seventh round. So I'm gonna go with David Montgomery here because I think it's good value. good of value to pass up. Nice. I, I mean, end of the, the set. So I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Brandon Cooks here. I think between him and Will Fuller, I think you're getting for sure. I think they're both gonna finish as like top 25 receivers. I think one of them has a chance to finish top 15. Yeah, I, d- I definitely like that there. And looking back on the clock, Kareem Hunt made it to the end of the seventh round, and there's no way at all I'm passing on him there. So getting him as my RB4 there, I really like the the mix of both safety and uh, ceiling with my team. Got the ceiling with the two rookies, the floor with Ronald Jones and Kareem Hunt. So I like what's going on there. Uh, looking back on the clock here, this is why I kind of do like I have that three-receiver set because uh, a lot of these guys, I mean, maybe – Jameson Crowder is kind of the floor play here, but it's not really someone I want to take in the eighth round. Any tight ends yeah. available here? I'm going to take Aiden Hurst. I mean, eighth round's probably around his value, so perfectly fine with uh, spending that pick on him. Okay. Um, running backs. I, I like my running backs. I don't think I need any more running backs, so I'm not going to – I like J.K. Dobbins, but I'm not really going to go out of my way to pick him there. Uh, I'm going to try and wait really long on tight end and see how that goes. I mean, you can just uh, end up with John New anyways, given how much this ADP yeah. sleeps on him. Uh, so I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Darius Slayton at the eight eleven here. Solid value. I think that's solid value on him. Uh, is any quarterbacks? Not really that interesting. Actually, you know what? I, I don't get a lot of Carson. I'm going to, I'm going to grab Carson Wentz here. I, I think he's going to have a, I think he's going to have a big time bounce back, especially if, if Jalen Rager is able to establish himself the way by all reports, it sounds like Jalen Rager is absolutely dominating camp. And I'm very glad that I drafted him in my big money league. Yeah. I mean, speaking of him, I'm actually going to take him here as my wide receiver for ninth round pick perfectly yeah. fine with that value. As you mentioned, he's really been standing out in camp. So I uh, like taking him there and back on the clock here. Any quarterbacks I like, I do like Matthew Stafford. Take him in the 10th round, seeing how the quarterbacks are kind of running here. Again, the biggest thing is we preach waiting on quarterback, but you always have to adapt to your league. If your league is taking quarterbacks, and you know, some guys may even take two, uh, you got to kind of adjust your value accordingly. So taking a guy like Stafford, who I do believe has QB one, QB top five QB type potential, if he stays healthy here, I do think is good value. So I'm going to take him here in the 10th round. Yeah, that's I, I, yeah, I don't hate that at all. Um, the tight end position. Yeah, screw it. You know what? Mike Kosicki's still on the board. I'm going to go with Mike Kosicki. Don't mind that at all. 
Yeah, is Johnu gone? Like, I don't even see him. He's usually oh, around. he's seventeen. Oh my god, is he actually yeah. not? Yeah. He's actually still on the yeah. board. Yeah. Okay, that is fucking ridiculous. All right, I'm gonna. I'm actually them. just gonna go back to back tight ends. I'm gonna pair Gusecki yeah. and Johnu. Yeah, dude, I, I I talked about it in the draft guide, and I'm like, okay, I can make him my sleeper because he's only tight end seventeen. Like, he's a clear top ten tight end. I don't know why he's like, not where <laughs> Hayden Hurst is. Like, I'm still so confused. Yeah, I agree. So I, I'm actually going to take uh, for my RB5 a little more upside too in Alexander Madison. Talked about multiple times. We don't know how the contract situation is going to happen with Dalvin Cook, uh, especially again, like he, due to his injury concerns as well, like he's so risky at this point. I don't think he's going to get the deal. And if he does hold out, I mean, Alexander Madison is a clear top 15 back at the minimum. So get him here in the 11th round. Nice little upside play there. Back on the clock in the 12th round and, uh, you know, I see another t- uh, high upside back in the kind of a tier break after. So, you take Chase Edmonds. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> 12th round. I mean, great value on him. I mean, I love it. But uh, really uh, satisfied with those RBs. So, I could probably stray away from them now. Yeah. You can see it. Um, Devontae Freeman goes, ew. I'm going to go running back here. Uh Maybe not. I don't know. I don't really like the value at all, to be honest. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy that I get in every single draft, and I don't really care, and that's Michael Pittman Jr. Great value. Great value on him there. Uh, um, I want to get another running back, but I don't really like anyone on the board. Well, yeah, I know. Benny McFarlane is probably your best bet, I'd say, or Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. Um, McKinnon or McFarlane, I'd say. Yeah, I'm gonna go with McFarland. I was gonna go. I was gonna go Damian Harris or Antonio Gibson, but I couldn't find either of them. Oh, the they went. They must have been picked already. Yeah, they went. Yeah, Gibson got picked. Where did he get picked? He was a little earlier. He was tenth round. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stack receivers. I'm just gonna tell you on this turn. I see two guys. I would take Deshaun Jackson, but I do have Jalen Rager, so I kind of don't want to mix them both up. Uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm actually gonna take. Uh, First of all, Steven Sims, talked about him a couple of videos. I really like him. Maybe 13th round does seem high to uh, the fantasy community, but I do think that's probably around where his value is, given that there's no clear number two option on Washington. I do think he's the one that can step up into that role. And then I'm also going to take Rashad Perriman in the 14th round. Again, tons of opportunity, as I mentioned, with the Jets, uh, similar to Washington. So perfectly fine with stacking those guys to end my draft, being my wide receivers, what? Four, five, and six. Yeah, five and six. So uh, I like how this team's looking. All right. I'm just looking at my roster right now. Uh, yeah, I think I got a pretty good balance. I, I could probably go in any number of directions here. I don't like the receivers on the board. I'm going to take Deshaun Jackson with my first pick here. Like it. Oh, I guess that was my last pick. Yeah, whatever. So uh, we'll, we'll briefly run over the teams for you guys so you can guys kind of kind of can see the visual of what we did. But uh, go to team rosters. So, uh, Bush, take it away. Like, how'd your team end up? Do you like it? Yeah. So, I got Carson Wentz as my quarterback, which I don't usually end up with because Wentz is just kind of in that range that I don't tend to, like, draft quarterbacks in. But Saquon and Aaron Jones, I mean, I got two great PPR upside running backs. DJ Moore and Terry McLaurin, a bunch of young receivers entering their prime. You you can never go wrong doing that. Don't let (laughs) anyone tell you otherwise. Two Um, of my favorites. Yeah, Mike Isicki is my starting tight end, um, but it would probably be Johnny Smith. Melvin Gordon and David Montgomery are my flex spots. I think I got two, like, probably top 25, uh, 24 running backs in my in my flexes, which I definitely don't uh, hate there. And then Brandon Cooks, Darius Slayton, 
Djax, Michael Pittman as my um, upside receivers on my bench. And then I got uh, Anthony McFarland as like an upside running back to pair with the four guys that I have. Like I can really start any other, any week that I want to. Yeah, I agree. I mean, definitely a solid looking squad there. Now I'm going to briefly run through mine. So ended up with Stafford again, the injury risk is there, but a one QB league, you can take a risk like that seemingly because there's so many options on the waiver wire. Like I pick up a, a Gardner Minshew or uh, I don't know, even like a Teddy Bridgewater to be quite honest with a good floor every week. Uh, at running back, I got two boom running back potential guys in Clyde Edwards, Taylor, Jonathan Taylor mentioned Jonathan Taylor may start a little slow, maybe similar to Nick Chubb in his rookie year where he started slow, but ended up finishing as a top 17 back simply because of how much of a tear he went on in the second half of the season. And I briefly mentioned it when I did pick Clyde Edwards Hilaire, but you saw the stats, what Damian, Her- uh, Damian Williams was able to put up when he played 50% plus of the snaps. I do think Clyde is absolutely going to smash 50% and probably be in that 60 to 75% snap range. And if he does that, I mean, I think that he- you'll hear more about it in the My Guys, Bull Predictions episode, whatever you want to say, but I do think the sky is the limit for a guy like Clyde Edwards Hilaire this year. Yeah, he might catch He might catch 80 passes. Yeah. Like, he has that Literally. upside. And, like, with Mahomes endorsing him as much as he did – and the offense kind of being as spread out as it is because of Tyreek Hill, like it's so easy to get your ball to, uh, to your running back in that kind of situation. And the way Clyde is after the catch, like he can do a lot yeah. after the catch. If you're down in the red, like I can see this now uh, next year at this time, we're going to be like, well, Clyde had like seven receiving touchdowns. Like that's yeah, not going to happen. Regression. <laughs> yeah. Like I could totally see that happening because they're going to be down in the red zone where Kelsey's getting double teamed and, and Tyreek's got the best corner on him, and, and fucking Clyde, swings out on a little route and makes two guys miss and runs into the end zone for like a 15 yard receiving touchdown. I can see him doing that like six or seven times. Yeah. I mean, and you mentioned the receiving touchdown upside too, not even to mention like the rushing upside he has in that red zone area. I mean, we saw it on full display, even at LSU, people are going to say, Oh, it's LSU's offense. Well, it's also the Kansas city chiefs offense, which is basically the NFL. And what this guy was able to do in the red zone, I mean, we saw it on full display, especially against Alabama, was absolutely dominant in that game. So, segueing off Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, we know how talented he is, and I'm sure I will be talking about him more this offseason. Go into it. Julio Jones, locked in, top five receiver. No debates there. I mean, that guy's a fucking animal. Uh, Adam Thielen, safe floor. I think he's going to be a top 10 receiver if he does play 16, which I'm fully fine with taking there in the third round. I think I believe I took him. DJ Chark in my flex. Uh, Kareem Hunt in my other flex. Well, briefly mentioned Hayden Hurst again, top six tight end. That's actually going as I think the tight end 10 off the board. So value there. Uh, and then going into my bench, I mentioned Ronald Jones when I picked him. Kind of a safe floor play for uh, Jonathan Taylor with top 20 to upside, as we, as we have mentioned. Across the offseason, getting him there in the sixth round, really good value on him. I think between two, like those two guys, you're going to have a top 10 running back. I think one of them Great. is going to be a top 10 running back. I can definitely. Sure. I can definitely see that. I mean, tons of upside there. And then uh, getting into the final piece on my bench, Jalen Rager. We talked about him. Raven Camp, great player there. Alexander Madison, handcuffed to Dalvin Cook with standalone value, given how much they run the ball in that offense. Rashad Perriman, Chase Edmonds, and Stevenson uh, Jr., all guys that I have talked about multiple times on the channel. But, yeah, definitely like how that mock draft ended up. If you guys want to see more content like this, make sure you click that like button. Hit that notification bell when you subscribe and comment down below what you guys think on those teams. But uh, Daniel here, Bush there, we're going to be signing out. So peace out, y'all. Anything you want to say, Bush? No, peace out. See you.